NFC South. What is up, weirdos? This is Joshua with A Very Weird Fantasy Football. And today we're with Corey Reiser once again, talking draft, talking NFC South. Corey, how's it going, buddy? It's doing, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Getting better by the minute, buddy. I'm telling you what, this is the first time in a long time that I stepped foot outside. I went I went out into a store and didn't feel like the world was going to fall on top of me. We're allowed to get out, and I did so. And that's what we're doing right now. Even though we are uh, practicing social distancing for, for safety purposes, we are still Zooming. We're going to get at it, Corey. So let's do that. This NFC South, Tampa Bay Bucks. you got the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. Let's go with Tampa Bay first. So I give them an A minus for this draft. So give give us give us a little preview, a little uh, review, I should say, when it comes down to to the Bucks fantasy wise. Well, they traded up to get their left tackle of the future. I'm assuming they're going to keep him at tackle. If you're going to move up for Tristan Wirfs, I can't imagine you wouldn't keep him at tackle. Mm-hmm. Protect Tom Brady. Um, I like Wirfs. I never th- I never you know you watch enough NFL network or whatever, and you start hearing, Oh, he's, he might move inside to guard. He, he was too athletic to move inside to guard. I never understood that. I know, I know Daniel Jeremiah kind of walked that back after he had, had one of the greatest combine performances ever for a guy that size. And, and, uh, but yeah, I like that pick. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna help the running game. He's going to protect Brady. I think that, I think that was a real home run pick and it was a pick that needed to be made. They trade up and got him. Um, Winfield Jr. is a nice safety. Keyshawn Vaughn was kind of an interesting pick of Vanderbilt running back. He's got, I think, about – he's a, what, 5'10", 217-pound running back. Mm-hmm. Um, he can catch some footballs. He's out of Vandy, uh, smart kid. Um, yeah, he was. He, he's a good pick. I actually expected them to go running back in round two. I really did instead of Winfield Jr., but um, I could have seen Dobbins – would have been or Taylor would have been, you know, the pick there for me. But gosh, I like I like Winfield Jr. though. He's a tough son of a tough son of a gun. I love Iowa. Anything that comes into the NFL works. They just put out a quality product. Like they, yeah, their floors are all are all very high. Anybody who's going to be in the NFL that comes out of Iowa seems like their floors are are, are very high. And then Keyshawn Vaughn, it. He's older than Ronald Jones. Did you know Is that? He really? Yeah, I did not know that. I, I didn't. Uh, I know he's older because he he did enter the transfer you know portal and mm-hmm. sat a year and yeah by two months. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely for fantasy purposes. I mean, anytime that you get uh, a team such as Tampa Bay with uh, you know all the things that they need to do, uh, you definitely you're going to sit up in your seat and take notice when when they draft a, a running back. Period. Especially when yeah, can Peyton, catch I think Peyton Barber's gone, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. it'll be Vaughn and, and Jones. Uh, Vaughn can run inside, you know. Uh, he can pass, protect. So Vaughn could very quickly move up the hierarchy in that backfield. So that could be a sneaky play. Jones cannot pass, protect, and he cannot catch the ball. I mean, that's no. just where we're at. He can't catch that ball. And he can't I mean, run between the tackles. So what are you doing with it? You know. and, and with Tom Brady, you really want your your running back on really any downs just going to be blowing up Tom Brady. He's going to get pretty cranky pretty quick. 
Now, the <laughs> New Orleans Saints, I tell you what, they're just, they didn't have a lot of draft capital in this, but they hit it. They didn't have a lot of needs, but they just grabbed players. I'm so tired of Sean Payton. I just, I'm just yeah. so tired. They had four picks and they hit. I loved they, them all. What's that? I loved them all. Well, yeah, I guess I don't get the Tommy Stevens pick, and I. That's their did. last pick. I mean, really, who cares? Well, I mean, the article I read is they did it out of spite because he because Tommy Stevens was already had an already had an agreement in place to go somewhere else, mm -hmm. and so Sean Payton's like, no, no, you're going to be a saint, so we're going to pick you. Oh, seriously, I like it even more then. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's just it's literally like you know what, you'll be our fourth quarterback, and you know in the in today's NFL where you carry two two quarterbacks on the active roster, he's got you know yep. he's got what four now with Winston and, and Breeze and, and I, I uh, hope you like contact drills, kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know how long he'll make it, but I I tell you what, Caesar Ruiz, he was my number one interior offensive lineman. He 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 said in an interview that he was he was born to be an offensive center, but they drafted an offensive center last year that was just outstanding in McCoy. So I gotta think since Ruiz played some guard, Ruiz is gonna be a guard. But that's gonna be a heck of a nice inside four um, first round draft picks, young ones on that offensive line and all successful. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, it's yeah. It's you know well, they're gonna protect Breeze because Breeze can't move. So yeah, I mean, but he, you know, and pressure up the middle is usually, you know, the quarterback's worst enemy. So they're going to make sure they keep Breeze clean. So Zach Bond, love him. How? How? I don't, you know, that's one of the things you know, herd mentality or group think or whatever. Everybody thought Bond might be a first round pick, and he he was a player without a home, and he's not Isaiah Simmons, you know. It, and he only really had one good year of production. So it's not like you look back in 18 and 17 film and go, well, Zach Bond, you know, he's been here all along. And it, it hasn't been that way. So that's probably why he slid, you know. Who cares? You don't have to be Andy Katzenmoyer in, in, no. the, in college. Just play football. Be tough sons of guns and make plays. And that's what this kid does. Like. Why? He's smart. He's disciplined. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. He can drop back into coverage. Mm -hmm. He can rush the passer. He's, you know, he, he's stout against the run. He's going to be a nice fit for them at linebacker in the third round. So Atlanta Falcons, I mean, is there anything we should talk about here? Atlanta? Yeah. Um, Fantasy-wise? Not, I mean, not – not particularly. Nothing really stuck out to me on what they did. I mean, it was all defense. Mm -hmm. Matt Hennessy is a nice zone scheme center, and I'm not even sure what Atlanta's running as far as blocking schemes. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I mean, he was literally their only offensive player, unless you want to count a punter, and I don't even count. Nah, idiot kickers. Nah. So we can move on. I like their draft. I liked A.J. Terrell. I didn't like him in the first round in the middle they of the reached. Round. They reached. They needed a cornerback, and they just decided that's who they're they're just going to take one no matter what. You know, and recency bias. You know, with Terrell, he got absolutely crushed in yeah. the national championship game by LSU. All you saw was Terrell's the back of his jersey as he ran down the field chasing wide receivers. 
It was not a good look. I love Marlon Davidson. He's a dog. He's going to be a great pick for them. I love Michael Walker as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hawkins is kind of a sneaky safety. Um, so I liked what they did beyond Terrell. Uh, again, I love Hennessy. I think, you know, they had a decent draft just fantasy-wise. It just doesn't really do anything for you. Uh, their defense will be improved. I mean, it, it's hard not to be. Their, yeah. their, defense, their defense will be improved. So let's talk about uh, the Carolina Panthers. So we, we mentioned a, a couple shows ago, Derek Brown, defensive tackle on the inside. Yeah. Good player, not really my style. Uh, what, what do we talk about fantasy-wise for Carolina? Anything? No. <laughs> no. All right, we'll end the show. <laughs> just end the show. It's just like we're done. We're done. Uh, you know, I don't. It's interesting. It, I guess it's, you know, I guess they're going to go. I really thought Carolina would be a landing spot for Denzel Mims, reuniting the, the coach with his former player from Baylor. How, and how, how could you, though? Or really, how, how could they? I, I like I like the concept from a feel-good story purpose, but, I mean, they have all of these different wide receivers, and, I mean, how really are they going to use them? We're going to find out, but I'm confused about Carolina in general. I am totally confused by them, and what really is just, I guess, disappointing is you've got a heck of a uh, running back in Christian McCaffrey, who I absolutely love coming out, and I and I and I I, I like him as a person, so it's easy to root for him. Smart kid. Are, and he's a smart. He's a Stanford kid, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about Stanford a little bit on the show, and you're just using his best years and they are going to put a ton of touches on him because they just have, you know, nobody. So as a fantasy owner and lots of stock in dynasty, I'm happy about that. But I tell you, like you get Teddy Bridgewater and I know we're going off the fantasy tangent here, but you got Teddy Bridgewater. You've got these running guns that, that just run. I, I mentioned uh, a while back ago in a, another episode of a car who has, minimal to no air yards per throw well teddy bridgewater's yeah. right there with him yeah. like everything seems like a contradiction from one move to the next but that might be what you expect from a new regime coming in just feeling their way around matt rule knows how to rebuild programs he's done he it college more than one occasion so i'm going to just trust matt rule knows what he's doing um and who knows maybe it's maybe it's tank for trevor i it, don't i don't know it i mean they just gave a lot of money. Actually, it wasn't all that much money. Lot of money. That's a tradable yeah. asset. That that that's a tradable asset. I think so. I think so. Who knows? Who well, knows what they're doing? Well, not me, but I was hoping you did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's do what everybody loves. Let's grade. I I, I hate putting some arbitrary yeah. grade on something that just happens, but you know the fans love it. Let's let's grade the draft. I got the bucks. I give them an A. I yeah. mean, uh, I give them an A, B plus, A minus, A. You know, they did. They hit everything that they needed in spots that I think that they needed. I like the Saints more than anything else. In this I would have I would have went Saints, Bucks, and then mm-hmm. Cook's choice with the last two. I guess probably, you know, probably Carolina, then Atlanta, or vice. I mean, it's, I you know, I don't know. Impact-wise, I, I mean, just off the top of my head, they all did good. They all added good players in good positions yeah. and, and those. 
I'm not going to speak for their needs or anything like that, but player-wise, I, I like this whole division when it comes to to the draft. Obviously, not yeah. all of it's fantasy relevant, but but Correct. but good nonetheless. So that's going to do it for this episode, the NFC South episode. I am Joshua with a very weird fantasy. We have our friend Corey Reiser. What well, before you go, Corey? Uh, Give us a little something about yourself. So, what's your favorite team? Well, just give us two, uh, a minute or less here about. Yeah, about uh, La- uh, Los Angeles Rams fan. Uh, mm-hmm. My whole life, uh, fell in love with uh, Eric Dickerson, and uh, he was my first jersey. And and when I was little, and and I've been a fan of him through CF through you know to mm-hmm. St. Louis and back to L.A. So I've always kind of rooted for the Rams. So. And what made you so uh, inspired to to dig so deeply into the NFL draft? Because you are like, uh, no one will disagree. You are great at what you do. It's 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 kind of sad, but the Rams were so bad for so long that you know by week what nine you're already talking about draft picks, right? So the draft is our Super Bowl as Rams well, fans, buddy. Yeah, right. And also, I mean, other than you know ninety nine, it's it, it you know you'd go decades without even yeah nine and seven record it seemed like so you're always looking at high draft picks and so i started getting into the draft as you know i wanted to know as much as i could so i had i could inform you know an informed opinion about it that's kind of where it started so i love it and you do great that just gave me a a concept idea so so we do a, a very weird fantasy minute segment it's uh, mostly just satire for our, our local uh, television uh, sure. show and I, I think I might cover on uh, the draft is our Super Bowl guy and because uh, that <laughs> is is us in a nutshell as as Rams fans so I thank you all for showing up listen to us anywhere where you consume your your podcast go to very weird fantasy football.com to check out some of the, the draft stuff that, that Corey had written up for us on that website. And, of course, like, subscribe, share on YouTube. And look out next for the next episode. We're going to continue to break these bad boys down. So, everybody, take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of A Very Weird Fantasy Football Podcast. Jake and I really appreciate you. We love you in a weird way. Have a great day. See you in the next episode.